0: This killer set is for the late great Paul. You better know my name, BLM, motherfucking Mooney, the Black Zappa. Hala, thank you very much. Whenever anyone defends Hamas launching more rockets at civilians in Israel, just call them atheist grave robbers yeah you you're an atheist grave robber you suck off dwarfs like fuckface fauci who play god so you don't believe in the book of revelation or give two shits about sparking the wrath of hashem for worshiping fake news idols so go woke yourself atheist grave robber holla that's for you paul you better fucking know my name already blm mooney holla thank you very much Daughter always asks, Daddy, what do you do after tucking me in at night? Almost without fail, I'll reply, sounding more surgingly cagey than ever. And reply with, I squeeze in some me time, all right? Holla! Thank you very much! A Karen approaches me at Costco and says, wear the mask! And I say... Not until you suck the white privilege out of my chosen schlong first. I'll make it easier for you, Karen. Just pretend Obama ordered you to leak it. Ricky Schroeder lives. Silver spoons. Suck on that. Holla. Thank you very much. (laughs) So I have a very awesome Paul Mooney story. I've mentioned in the past on this podcast for longtime fans. He was casting for a black Saturday Night Live post in Living Color. First time I'd ever been to Harlem. I did not expect Paul Mooney to be there. The Lennox Lounge, Jazz Lounge, closed pre-COVID. And I got a callback. A callback is where you get like a second edition. I haven't had many in my lifetime. I was selling news monitoring services back then. I knew who Paul Mooney was. He was Richard Pryor's close friend. And only longtime drug writing collaborator. And Richard Pryor is, you know, right, the greatest stand up of all time. So obviously, and a lot of they both live in Berkeley together for a long time. And yes, going to Africa was responsible for Richard Pryor's like political awakening, but also being such close friends with Paul Mooney also helped accelerate that development too. Long time! So I see Paul Mooney. Now understand And Paul Mooney's act. He did not shy away from making Whitey feel as uncomfortable as humanly possible. And I definitely look like the enemy. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm the only white person here for the callback. And, but you know, making the brother man laugh a long time has always been very important to me. Especially when you grow up in living color and you see Bernie Mac go out and say and say, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers! And then he does his act and does his jokes. And then you see all the brothers and sisters in the audience laugh uncontrollably, breaking out into these like spastic displays where they seem like possessed by the, you know, comedy, you know, devil incarnate himself, which and every time their bodies spew all over the place, which scream, Touchdown the uh, that was something that had a very powerful impact on me as a kid and it's something that I can't wait to eventually make happen on my own when I start doing private concerts for wealthy black musicians and white heavy metal entertainers. The uh, Once I get the second comedy album together, which is going to be Bernie Mass party. Holla! Thank you very much! So I approach Paul Mooney and at first, he obviously wants nothing to do with me. And I look like Hugh Grant on stilts I'm um, the scumbag from Scarsdale incarnate, white privilege of the freaking wazoo, and the first thing he says is, "Yeah, you could sit over there with you know the other freaking uh, trained wannabe you know funny seals." <laughs> I'm Paul Mooney. I wrote jokes for Richard Pryor. I changed Stand Up Forever. I wrote "Homing the Clown," and I did the best sketches on the Chappelle Show and on the Black Zappa. So. Go woke yourself. Ha! Thank you very much. But I said, but Mr. Mooney, I just read your book. And then his entire demeanor changed. And I exchanged some more compliments. And then, long story short, I resume my position, knowing my role, waiting for my callback edition. And then Paul Mooney passes by me and says, I hear you're funny. Who loves that story? I know I do. And Hashem above for making it happen. Thank you very much. Long time. Love you forever. Holla. Thank you very much. (laughs) So I found out about uh, Paul Mooney dying today. On Breitbart of all places. And he was great. I mean, Dick Gregory made it okay to uh, sit his hilarious, biting, scathing, black-ass on a stool and deliver one truth bomb bar blast after the other Paul Mooney you could say you know took it to an even higher plateau and I connected with Dick Gregory too before he died I sent him some nice tweets and this was like during this was before the past uh, summer of love <laughs> he was talking about protests and saying that you know like these people don't really know what it means to so like go out and protest I think he was talking about like basically everyone just being married to their phones and Uh, protesting from the comfort of like centralized uh, AC (laughs) or from any real danger (laughs) but uh, I love Dick Gregory and I love Paul Mooney and I love what the both of them did to advance the art of stand-up comedy they're both amazing American success stories and more people should know who they are Uh, that includes you Millennial Mouseketeers, Generation Z I can care less (laughs) Your generation's fucked anyway since the day democracy died. Holla! Thank you very much! <laughs> Not that Millennium Musketeers are in a, a more exalted and power position anyway. But I'm going to resume this uh, killer set uh, for the ages in honor of the late, great, Paul BLM. You better fucking know my name by now. Mooney. Hala! Thank you very much! (laughs) So, uh, this piece is called Reimagining Cuomo Book Titles. Holla! Thank you very much! Did you know Jared Kushner talked dad out of Motley Crue playing at his inauguration because he insisted Tommy Lee looked too alt-rightish Later, he adds, and my Hebrew hammer can't compete, Dad. Holla! Thank you very much! A leadership book by Cuomo carries less impactful weight than a Stacey Abrams romance novel, especially after she ditches the fat suit for a parachute jumper on casual Friday. Holla! Thank you very much! Knowing how New York State boasted the highest death rate of any U.S. state, largely due to Cuomo's policy, of forcing sick old patients with COVID to shock up with other sick old New Yorkers older than Yiddish to die alone, cursing the Italian reptilian inside against their dying of the light. I think it's time to reimagine new book titles for the Thog in Armani, don't you think? Holla! Thank you very much! If was lucky, he can win another Emmy with a TV show on Netflix in his honor based on these killer headline hooker titles alone. Let the alt-right book title reimagining begin. That slut Blanche from the Golden Girls was going to die from a urinary tract infection anyway. Wait a minute. In Florida, she'd still be alive to suck a golf ball through a garden hose for another day. My bad. Holla. Thank you very much. Ben Stiller thinks I'd play a convincing mob boss in a remake of The Goonies because I look like Mama Fratelli and the thing had a baby. Wait a minute. Who wrote this shit for me? Joan Rivers? I thought that annoying Jew bitch was six feet under already for insisting Michelle Obama let it flop around on Ellen like she he don't care. Joan lives. Holla. Uh, thank you very much. Trump shipped in hospital beds were just for show. Who cares if they got less touches than a Bible at a bathhouse colony in Provincetown. Holla. Uh, thank you very much. I got Chris Rock to do a mask up PSA, helping, in my honor, despite President Trump helping push prison reform to give the brother man new leases on life, I just gave BLM more rope to hang themselves with within the court of public opinion. Holla! Thank you very much! I destroyed the greatest city in the world in 14 months flat. What have you done with your life? Besides, wish the big bad blonde wolf could give me a nipple twister Under the comments section on the Gateway Pundit. Holla. Thank you very much. Born to kill. Like Anthony Noki. Holla. Thank you very much. Vince Lombardi lives. Thugs and Armani matter. Broadway blue balls. Andrew. Black Eyes. Destructive mook. Knows best. No. I won't jump off my own bridge. Holla. Thank you very much. Reckless endangerment is good. Hijacking. Hydrochloroxine. Cuomo confiscated the entire supply in New York for his own personal stash and banned doctors from prescribing it because the Italian reptilians died, had a surplus of body bags to fill out. Never mind. Ha! Ah, thank you very much! How to kill without throwing granny off the train. From good to imprisoned for highly avoidable crimes against humanity. The Ponzi push of death. The art of getting away with granny choking on a pasta fazul, metaphorically speaking. Too big for late-term abortion. Holla. Thank you very much. Why well, I'm smarter than Tony Soprano. Eating meatballs alone on death row. The hitman's dilemma Run real-made men, tough guys. How to get banned from rows for life. Dysfunctional Democrats always win last. Holla. Mr. Mooney, thank you very, very much.